We are live. How uh, how hard were you at that live show talk today? It was nice. I don't have. Yes. I, don't, I obviously don't have the juice to make you do it, but he sure does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe someday. Hey, you know what? If the gearheads uh, show me they want it, then I'm happy to do it. Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. I'm not happy to do it. I still have my reservations. But uh, if I see some, you know, if I see enough chatter around, that might persuade me. I think the uh, the hardest person is probably Mike Harris. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. There's got to be some catch to this. So for those of you that don't know, I didn't get into uh, too de- too much detail because I don't know how much uh, I don't know how much Kirk had any interest in promoting this horse shit. But uh, Mike Harris has been uh, pushing this this uh, uh, company on me, <laughs> yet I've seen I've reaped none of the benefits. So I don't even want to say their name now. <laughs> I'm sure they're terrific. Uh, I did try their product; it was very good. But uh, uh, he, he like he guilted me into just promoting it on the <laughs> on the show. Uh, why are you laughing? So you'll hear it mentioned in a couple episodes, and I think you'll uh, you may pick up on my my uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? My disdain. <laughs> yes, because uh, I called him out too. Uh, I went to take a piss because. I had it like next to me while we were recording, which I was like, that should be enough, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. And uh, I go take a, Mike, Mike said something to me about uh, promoting them. I'm like, how much are we supposed to give them, bud? Right. And then uh, I went and took a piss and then we come back, we start recording. And then you said something like, oh yes, I'm supposed to mention this. And I go, did you, did you say something to him when I was taking a piss? <laughs> and, and you actually had his back and we're like, no, no, you were right there. I wasn't. <laughs> Oh, I, so I, I so I don't know that he said much other than just what he said when he walked in. But uh, my issue is like I don't know. Once you, once you, they they always say once you give something away for free, right? Then the the horse is out of the barn, right? They always say that. <laughs> always, always hear that. I definitely didn't butcher that saying at all. Uh, he's uh, the the guy who runs it is actually like a good friend of his. Oh, I'm I like I said. I assume they're terrific guys, and like I said, I tried the product and it was very good. I'd love to have them as a sponsor, but you know, what? Well, I mean, you just gonna fucking promote everyone? You know, there is there is some value. <laughs> I don't know how much it is, but I like to think there's some value in uh, in a, a, a sponsorship on the Blind Mike project, right? Even if it's uh, you know, twenty five cents, it's something. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, we got we got a witness. Uh, Chef Lewis said Mike asked if you would mention them. <laughs> he did, right? <laughs> yeah. Of course, yeah. I was not there. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, he put the squeeze on me again. Right. And uh, Kirk Five K is asking who I'm waving to. Uh, that product we are talking about is actually there's a pile of empties behind me, and I'm blocking okay. it. With, I'm blocking it with <laughs> my. Really keep it subtle. <laughs> blocking it with my hand. So. Uh, no, I don't care. I, I've, again, I have no problem with them. I like them very much. But um, uh, so then the, that's where that's the venue where a potential Blind Mike Project live show would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, my big thing is what's Mike getting out of this? Uh, I think he probably judging by uh, the way he's acting, I'm assuming he already told them we would. 
<laughs> and I think that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> well, that's fun. Everyone's, uh, so far, there's been a few people, a few that are in here, are saying do it. They're saying do it? Yep. Bristol, it's Rhode Island is nice this time of the year. I, th- I assumed, I thought Mike was a big KMS listener for whatever reason. I guess because you are. I assumed he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I assumed he kind of knew my history. <laughs> <laughs> knows, that, knows that I'm a, a mental mess and I've had some issues in the past and all that. But he kept saying to me, hey, if you don't mind my asking, what's your uh, objection to a live show? <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. Have you seen me for five minutes on anything I've ever done? Yeah. Yeah. Cause then you said at one point, just do a very good show live and I'll be on it. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's, you know, not going to sell. <laughs> now, Blind Mike Project with very good show. And we're talking. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So. We will see if you guys, like I said, if you guys, uh, you know, pump up my confidence enough, then maybe, maybe we'll get something cooking. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I get, I get very, um, uh, like I said, I think I was the better at the last couple, but, uh, definitely. And I don't know if you would have noticed this cause you were with me, mm-hmm. but, uh, in Madawaska, that was, I think that was the first one I did since I've been back this year. Yep. And of course it was the birthplace of birthplace of my, uh, my worst moments. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was literally like my knees were shaking before the show. Really? I was horrifically nervous. Like I like I had the uh, you know the pit in my stomach and I felt terrible uh, and I was really nervous then. Is that because so, like I, that that type of shit kind of comes up for uh, I haven't had I haven't always been great on those so I get paranoid. I disagree. Uh, well, thank you. You're a real uh, sweetheart. No, the, truly the last, especially the last two sacos, you were very funny on those. And I, I didn't, oh, well. I, I didn't talk much uh, on this last one. <laughs> I, was, I was in the woods. I was, yeah, I've been. Uh, I was bitching been at that fucking food truck lady in the back. That fucking bitch. Well, listen, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I did not go up and get any food, so I, I can't speak to that. <laughs> I was just glad that there was a caller that uh, verified that for me. Oh, multiple people. Yeah, it was. It was. It was unbelievable. And I'm like, do you realize yeah. like how high the people are right next to you, and you can't sell shit? <laughs> well, again, I don't know. I didn't say that, but I wanted to. Um, all right. What should we? Uh, just ima- oh, well, first, just imagine the audience naked. Kirk Five K says. Yeah, that's a fa- that's that's what I want to do. <laughs> Speaking of vomiting, <laughs> yeah, he's up there. He's just <laughs> why is Mike keep saying "ugh" into the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> um. So over the weekend, I had a big. Uh, and, you know, maybe maybe uh, this was just because of uh, John Gruden. Maybe Alba's family objected to the horrible things that John Gruden said. But I had my first uh, real moment of like, all right, you motherfuckers, with, uh, with the in-laws. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, so we went away for the weekend. Went to the Cape. Because it was uh, my, it was Alba's dad's 65th birthday. And I guess we... Watched him turn 65. <laughs> we, all do, we all do be up there to get a good look at him. <laughs> but that's my, that's my first gripe is uh, enough with these birthdays. Mm-hmm. Since I've inter- entered a relationship, the world of birthdays has been become an all-consuming 
thing for me. That's run my life. Yeah. I hate so I've never, I never had to, I never celebrated my own for the first 27 years of life. And now it's nonstop. It's always someone's fucking birthday. And in this particular family, starting at August 31st, my birthday, uh, in that time, between August 31st to like October 20th or something like that, you've got me, her dad, her sister-in-law, her, and her brother. Bing, bang, boom. And evidently, this will be five weekends <laughs> out of seven or whatever it is, we have to spend uh, with, you know, the uh, the noisemakers and the uh, the pointy hats. Ugh. I'm not looking. No, we don't actually do that, thank God. I, I'm the the stretch of March to May for me is terrible. Hmm. Because I got uh, both my kids' birthdays, my mom's, my sister's, mine, my wife's, and my uh, anniversary now. So it's just nonstop oh, shit. <laughs> Let's play, just pick a day. And just do it all. Pick a day where we all get together and celebrate, and then I don't have to see you for another few months. And then by you know Thanksgiving, I'll miss you. I did get lucky though. My kids are five days apart. Uh, so I only have to throw one party, which is kind of nice. Hmm. Well, uh, so anyways, we were away for the weekend and, uh, I mentioned to Alba, I said something like, ah, oh, that sucks. Uh, I'd like to watch that Patriots game, but I'm not going to get to. She thought you'll be able to cause it was shit weather. We were kind of hanging in on Sunday. Uh, we're really doing much. And uh, she said, no, they won't have a problem with that. And I said, no, no, I'm not going to ask them to put the game on or anything. But it just so happened that the TV was left on the proper channel so that the game was on. And so I, uh, everyone's outside playing with the baby. They have like a one and a half year old, her her brother does and shit like that. They're playing with the baby and all that. And uh, I'm able to sneak away, watch some of the Patriots game. It was a doozy. It was a well. I wouldn't know, Craig. Oh no! I got to watch the score go up at the end because I walked away from the TV for a few minutes, and uh, they came in and put on soccer. Ugh! And I came back and I thought, "That's all right." Well, surely when I sit down, they'll politely put it back, and I'll play the game of no, no, no. Don't worry about it. But that never happened. <laughs> And I was like, if it, if you were in my house, I just thought, I, you know, sheepishly thought this to myself. Of course, I didn't say it. But I felt like if they were in my house on a Sunday, I would sacrifice. I'd turn off Scott Hansen and I'd say, hey, there's a, uh, you know, fucking Spain is going at it today, huh? Or whatever. And I'd throw that on out of politeness. I wouldn't. Apparently, the foreigners don't share that sort of. No. I'd like to be more like them, really. Yeah, no, they're. Uh... Uh, very nice, but sure. they do what they want. Certainly. Yeah, I could <laughs> I could learn something from that because I always get very worried like, oh, are they going to, you know, do they hate me is my is my main thought. And uh, they don't seem to give a shit whether or not <laughs> whether or not I like them, <laughs> which is a respectable, a respectable quality. So here's what you do. You start not giving a fuck if right. if they like you and in turn, they'll love you. I don't know. I don't know if I've, I've probably said this on the podcast before, but uh, Alba has caught me a few times where, like, they speak Albanian. They don't speak particularly good English. How terrible are these get-togethers? <laughs> well, 
they're, they're a real treat. <laughs> no, they're fine. Honestly, they're fine. So, you, um, so they change the channel on you and then call you like a pussy in different languages. <laughs> <laughs> I never know what they're saying. And, and I know my name in Albanian. Oh. So I hear it a lot. Oh, God. And, and I'll say, what? What was that? <laughs> and Alba will go, oh, they just want to make sure you're comfortable. Uh-huh. And they want to make sure you've had enough to eat. Sure. They want to make sure. They want to know if you need a need a, need us to refresh your drink. I don't buy that. Oh, really? <laughs> That's interesting. Why are they screaming it? <laughs> Why does he spit after he says it? <laughs> Why is he... <laughs> Why is he jabbing his steak knife into the counter as he says it? Mike, poof. <laughs> but uh, where was I going with it? Oh, so I'm I'm left out on a lot of these conversations. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes, obviously, I'll pick up on the... T- as, as much as I can pick up on uh, a disgusted tone, I can pick up on a happy tone, and then uh, someone will get a laugh. There'll be laughter. And I'll go... <laughs> Um, <laughs> and Alba, go, Alba will turn to me and go What are you laughing at? <laughs> like I don't know I just want to be part of it <laughs> you, so, you sound like me like when, uh, when I was real little And my dad would watch Seinfeld or something I would laugh with the laugh track to make it sound like I was part of it Yeah like when they'd be talking to, like the, the I remember doing that with the, the contest episode yeah, he's like. Ha. I know they were talking about jerking off. Yeah, like, oh that's fun I was like Be like oh what's so funny I'm like you know the, the show or you know what I really did that with, and it's Seinfeld again. But um, when uh, do you remember the the move episode? Um, I don't know if that's the title or not. But when uh, when George and Putty take Jerry's move, yes, yeah, they ruin it. So <laughs> I've I've now as an adult learned that it's eating out. Yeah, but when I was a kid, George would like go under the covers. I'd be like, where the fuck is he going? <laughs> With the sandwich? Or fu- like, if they're going to make out, her face is up there. I don't get it. Yeah, my favorite part is when George is like, you know what? I did that thing, but, you know, I added in a knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like aliens poking at my body. <laughs> yeah, that sounds miserable. Clockwise swirl. Uh, Kirk 5K thinks it's because you didn't take him fishing. I wonder, I do wonder how much silent resentment he has for that. And uh, he also said the average lifespan in Albania is 49, so give him a break. (laughs) All right. Borrowed time. (laughs) No, no. Uh, I think may listen to this, so (laughs) I feel bad. uh, Nothing sounds... uh, This is not a specific to you situation, just the in-laws in general. Go ahead. It just sounds not like... Imagine not being able to know what they're saying on top of just hanging out with them. And not picking up on facial cues or any of that. Right. I'm blind. Right. And you know they judge a lot on that first handshake, which you'll miss. So it's like... Um, no, because usually I go for it. Okay. So that's not as bad. But there are, I guarantee there are things that I do that they're like, look at this fucking guy. Like, this is going to be the father of our grandchildren. <laughs> this fucking Jim Oak. Look, he tripped on a dog toy. <laughs> <sighs> how do you, how do you say your name in Albanian? Uh, Maiku. Maiku. Yeah. So it sounds like you're saying Michael with a like a baby. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, little Maiku. <laughs> yeah. I hope there's a parody account Maiku. 
Oh, that's the other thing I've thrown out. Um, uh, there's no, there's no plans in the works, but me and Alba are very comfortable talking about this type of shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll throw out like potential uh, baby names and things like that. And she says, uh, "Oh well, no, because my there's no there's no translation to that in Albanian." So, and I said, "So what?" So she's like, "Well, how would they say it?" They would say Jeremy. Like they, I'm like, so you're telling me if my name was something that didn't, they just wouldn't call me anything? Wouldn't they just... That's why if you watch a movie or something and someone's speaking a different language, you'll randomly hear them say an English word. Right. Yeah, so if my name was Bill, they'd just be like, well, we're never going to address this motherfucker. <laughs> There's no name for that. <laughs> Who will be Mike's best man? Nick from Boston wants to know. I think we've asked this before, but I don't remember. Yeah, the Warthog and... Uh, my buddy Tom would also be in the mix there. Although I don't hear much from Tom. Tom just got engaged, and I had to hear about it on social media. So. Tommy. Yeah. Really? Um, so, yeah, the Warthog would probably be front runner. Yeah, I always, uh, I think I called my closest friends and was like, I think I made a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> how do, well, how, well how, yours was, uh, there's a shotgun at my back, and this was, someone's pregnant. This was years after. Oh, well, oh, that's I, right. I guess you didn't get married for a lot longer. Yeah, no, I we got, uh, I don't know. We did everything fucking ass backwards. <laughs> yeah, That's the way to do it, though. Yeah. Why get married and then see if you can have children together, you know? Yeah. We roll those dice. Yeah, it's so much fun. Kids, stop at one. Yeah. I was actually telling, uh, I would mention this to Cullinane, because wedding talk came up yesterday on the on the program and uh i was mentioning this to conan this morning that um i was very relieved when alba had mentioned i don't know what we were talking about but alba mentioned something to the effect of not wanting oh you know what it, i'm i'm sure kirk probably asked me at some point about a wedding or something like that mm-hmm. and that's probably why it came up but uh, Alba mentioned to me that she does not want, definitely doesn't want an expensive wedding. She says, why do people waste money on their weddings? Oh, and no said shit. she'd want something like, let's just rent like a nice beach house and have a wedding on the beach and get fucking food trucks. And I was like, baby, you are singing my language. That's what I wanted. <laughs> this sounds delightful. That's what I wanted. We kept ours That's small. That's the way to do it. We kept ours small because it was this past April, so it's still like. Kind of had to. What's going on in the world? And yeah. then, uh, but like there, there was, I don't know. We probably had uh, almost a hundred people, but our original list was like two fifty, a little shorter than that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, had to cut them all out. And then I saw them yeah. all recently, and I was like, "Hi." <laughs> What's up? We had uh, we have friends like uh, a couple that we hang out with uh, a lot. They were talking about someone's wedding, and the girl. Uh, in this couple goes, uh, they spent $7,000 on the wedding as if to say like, That's- like a, it was a shit wedding. Like they were like, they only spent seven, $7,000. And, uh, my buddy, her boyfriend goes $7,000. Do you understand? <laughs> like they had complete, she was like, Oh, $7,000. And he was like, fuck, that's a shit ton. That's nothing. I know it really is nothing. I spent like a quarter of that on just places to sleep during my wedding, which is bizarre. <laughs> that's why that's why she's smart and I'm glad she said that because it's like why would you spend 
20, 30, 40,000, 100,000 some people spend on a party. I don't know. I want like, all right, now let's start our lives. <laughs> I wanted to do a backyard thing and just get a bunch of grills and a bunch of dads who know how to cook the meats, you know, and just, yeah. and just get hammered. Yeah. That's and all. they always use the excuse like it's their, it's their special day. But if my special day put you 40 grand in the hole, then they would say, no, we're not doing that. Right. Oh, I like that. But I always dreamed of fucking, uh, you know, doing hookers and blow in Vegas. I like that. We should just. I was a little boy. We should make a. We get it once per relationship. Our special day. We just blow so much money. Forty. Yeah, forty to sixty grand you can spend. I think I don't remember how much we spent. It wasn't terribly crazy because it was so small. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was probably like between fifteen and twenty. All right, well, I want to get to this uh, John Gruden thing because we haven't talked about it on this program. And I know we didn't really even mention it today, I don't think. Oh, real quick, on, real quick. On uh, KMS. Nick from, Nick from Boston wants to know if the 500 tier will be uh, invited to your wedding. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Yeah, if you subscribe for at least a year. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, you get to sit with Kirk. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> He'll definitely go. <laughs> um, so uh, this Gruden thing, I don't think we really talked about uh, the aspect of uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have removed him from the Ring of Honor. Yes. Oh, what a so so essentially the standard for that are is like OJ Simpson and Aaron Hernandez and guys like that. Right. So we remove murderers from the Hall of Fame. That makes sense. <laughs> Which I can understand. But even, even I would say that is kind of denying the history of the game to just pretend OJ didn't exist. But I understand why you don't want to honor him. Because <laughs> right. it's pretty weird, especially, you know, in 10 years when people don't know who the fuck OJ is. When there's a kid walking through the Hall of Fame, like, who's this gentleman? Right. The juice, it says. Now, that's fun. Speaking of of him, I didn't think that Kim K bit got enough love. Uh, I thought it was fine. So I thought it was like good for Kim Kardashian. Yeah, and the fact that Juice is on the loose now, so that's kind of ballsy. You could find her. Yeah, well, that'd be that'd be something. I think Juice's murdering days are over. <laughs> you never know. I'll give him this. He's not a particularly smart guy, but I think he is smart enough to just enjoy his life. He's <laughs> also lay low. Smart enough to get away with murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, John Gruden said uh, the f word and called people queers and made some stereotype jokes. He's so awesome, and he's removed from. He's funny. You got to give him that. I love those those e- those emails. Looked like a transcript of my show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can we all loosen up our assholes for a second and say like, he's kind of a funny guy. Like he's he's probably fucking around. Yeah. You know, do you think I don't understand why we read all of those emails as if he's typing with those fucking queers and <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> well, why does it have to be read like that? Like he could easily be fucking around. Also, some of those words it, it was ten years ago when some of those words were still said on Sirius XM. The F one on podcast. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, I 
I think Howard Stern still played that uh, Tony Soprano drop like 10 years ago. Oh, I keep if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's my favorite. He's a... <laughs> yeah, you know what he is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't understand that aspect of it. But what I really don't understand is now we're just pretending that the NFL is this sanctimonious league. And I really hated the people that listened to uh, a show like this or Kirk's or any any podcast you can name where the, the language gets a little raunchy. <laughs> And clutching their pearls at John Gruden's uh, emails as if they've never said anything close to that. And I'm not talking about whether he should have known it was a a corporate email he was corresponding with uh, or whatever. I'm saying, is there nothing you've ever sent or said to anyone that if it was leaked or caught on tape and put out there, could ruin you and you wouldn't be able to explain it. There's not a context that would make sense to strangers that you could explain it away. I'm I'm shocked that everyone can't relate for that and have a little fucking empathy for it. I literally texted Mike from my show the same way he emails about Roger Goodell yesterday. It was yesterday. Right. Well, I would. So, uh, no, I don't think this is John Gruden's story in particular, but shit like that. If it's in, if it's big in the news, uh, I will text the warthog that in a different context. You know what I mean? Like if, if, uh, well, even this John Gruden story, if there were a few, uh, let's say memorable quotes, if, uh, the warthog's acting, acting a fool, <laughs> I might throw a John Gruden quote at him. <laughs> now, if someone sees that on my phone and doesn't have any idea what the context is, they think I'm some horrible homophobe. You know what I mean? Like it's it the, the lack of understanding and empathy people have for that is mind-boggling to me because it's going to be all of us one day. It's going all of us are going to be monitored on that level. So have a little fucking empathy. I I would I'd be willing to bet that ninety percent of people uh, don't even look at the Matt Damon word as meaning gay. <laughs> no, and not our generation. I mean, yes, you do because of what we know it is and, and you know, the reason people don't say it is because it's, we know it's related to that. So I actually, but that's not, yeah, I that's actually, not how you thought of it growing up. Right. I actually just meant to say like, yeah, people mean it like sissy, but last night on, on our show, we went on Wikipedia and read all the gay slurs and yeah. I guess that's one of them. Sissy. Oh really? Yeah. I, I just thought it meant like a nerd basically. <laughs> it does. I mean, though, yeah. a wimp. Yeah. Is that one too? <laughs> Uh, I didn't see Wimp. Wimp A Nancy boy. That was Nancy was on there. That's one of my favorite ones. Oh, oh shit. What a, was it Andrew Jackson? There was some president. God damn it. I was listening to the podcast. Very presidential. This was a while ago. And I forget who, what president they were talking about. And I forget, uh, which other president he would call this. Would it be Grover Cleveland or something? I can't remember. I wish I could remember, but, um, he had a uh, a roommate, <laughs> and uh, you know they never let. They were always with each other, and uh, I think it was Andrew Jackson called them uh, Aunt Nancy and Miss Fancy. <laughs> it was a fun little eighteen hundreds humor for you, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so the two best my- ones though were for uh, uh, tran- transgender people. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we should hear them. They're pretty funny. 
All right, go ahead. One was Cunt Boy. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. And the other was, I think, Dick Girl. It was just very funny how clear they were. Oh, all right. So I see the, you know, the first one, I didn't get it. But mm-hmm. then when you pair it with the second one, I understand. Yes. Well, that's a fun little turn of phrase. Yeah. See, those to me feel like cocksucker. Where yeah. like, yeah, technically they mean that, but come on. They're just fun to say. Millard Fillmore, Box Eating Dad, says. Yes. Oh, no. No, no, no. That is funny, though. <laughs> I don't think it was Millard Fillmore. Um, that is a funny reference, though. Um, so my my big point is that, uh, you know, while everyone that responded to me on Twitter apparently thinks that John Gruden is this monster that should be done away with, uh, I didn't think it was that bad Uh, do i understand why a company uh might have to fire him sure i get it and i also get that uh you can't undo it once it's out there we all know it's out there so you kind of have to respond to it i just wish the public i'm not talking about the raiders or the nfl i wish the public had a little more empathy and said well yes maybe they should fire him but the worst the worst part of his emails was when he said that they shouldn't draft queers because that is exactly what it sounds like. Yes. So that is bad. Yes. That's very bad. And the funny thing is I'm not hearing a lot of that. No, they're, they're hung up on the, uh, um, the words, the F word and not even that one. It was the uh, jokes, the Michelin tires comment. Right. Uh, Because those are more salacious. Now. I mean, yeah, it's kind of funny, but (laughs) (laughs) what I would love is Gruden rules. Also, again, it's a horrible thing to say about someone, but I won't say that I've not said anything equally horrible. I don't know about what group it would be, but I'm certain I've oh, made yeah. just as horrible jokes in text messages in the past. You've gotten messages about me saying shit like that on this program. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or received them, whether I've sent them or received them in some form. Yeah. I think, um, I think people are starting to realize I'm just joking. <laughs> I hope. Finally. But, uh, well, not always. Not always. But I, I, I'm surprised I haven't seen also. I'd like to, maybe one of the gearheads could do this for me. Find John Gruden talking about Michael Sam on television at the time. Has that been put out there yet? Let me see if I can find it. That would be kind of hilarious. <laughs> if you just put that audio with... Over over the email. Everything I'm going to find right now is definitely Yeah, be don't even bother searching. Because it's gonna be all um So wait. what I, I guess what I wanted to show is uh you know, everyone took the, the moral high ground on this and said, uh, you know, Mike, come on, this guy has to be what, what else are they gonna do? The guy has to be kicked out of the league. Uh so I thought to myself, what else are they gonna do? Well, what else have they done when other horrible things have happened in the league? <laughs> And, and I thought, and I thought, and I came up with a few names, and I wanted to see if uh, John Gruden's punishment was lesser than, equal to, greater than, and um, I guess it, time-wise, we should start with uh, NFL legend, Hall of Famer, uh, the great Baltimore Raven, Ray Lewis. Now, he, I, search his, I, I want to get his exact... Uh, indiscretions correct if you could search that up for me uh he I, the murder you're talking about yeah i want to know exactly his exact involvement because the the gist of it is he had blood on uh, his suit he that. was in a limousine <laughs> he came out but he had blood on his suit and a man was dead 
So I'd like to know what the, uh, but he, but he skated. He never got uh, charged with anything even, did he? Back in 2000, Lewis faced murder charges over the stabbing deaths of two men in Atlanta. Oh, he did face charges. Although he was ultimately found not guilty, the case remains murky one in many people's eyes. Um, let's see. Open this up. Um, I can play this video. See where that goes. Uh, what is it? I don't know. It's about this. Uh, yeah, you topic. summed it up, I think. Yeah, I just want to know, because he was wearing a white, that's why you always hear Ray Lewis, white suit. White suit, blood all over it, yeah. Yeah, that was the, uh, that was the... So we don't know. We don't, I don't have any idea what happened. I'm not for, uh, you know, I'm all for guilty until proven innocent. I don't want to convict this man. Uh, but it is weird to have a guy who very well may have been involved in a murder in some way associated with your league. Yet Ray Lewis played a full career. And then was a commentator for ESPN. But, again, we've cleaned up our act over the last few years. So uh, these Gruden emails were like 10 years ago. So in the last 10 years, Ray Lewis hasn't had any affiliation with the NFL, has he? Hey, guys, on injured reserve, they'd like to bring this guy back if they could. Ray Lewis, out of the tunnel he comes, doing the dance that he made so popular. Oh, he's dancing around. Isn't that fun? Now, could you read the date on that tweet for me, Craig? Uh, this was, uh, I think, two weeks ago. Oh, jeez. Darn it. <laughs> it a, a blind spot for the NFL. Sorry. They missed that one. Three weeks ago. My bad. Three weeks ago. Oh, shucks. Oh, <laughs> Ray, Ray Lewis is dancing and having fun on an NFL field. That was only three weeks ago. Yeah. But hey. His crimes, if they, if he even had anything to do with them, it was 20 years ago. That's old news. Right, right. Uh, so I'll, I'll move forward a little bit to uh, Kareem Hunt. Now, <laughs> do you have any idea what Kareem Hunt did? Uh, I think he... I think they tell us. I believe they tell us. Oh, they don't, actually. This is a silent video. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about this. He, well, he, if you could, Craig, give us some color commentary, please. All right. Uh, here's a hallway. Oh, Kareem Hunt's walking in the hallway. He's, uh, pointing at this broad. Uh, doesn't appear to be enjoying what she's saying. Shoves her. And there's oh, a no. twinky white guy in the middle. He gets shoved like nothing. Oh, God. Oh, oh, geez. All his boy. He's trying to kill this broad. He's trying to oh, kill no. her. And, uh, he got taken away by five people, including a white chick. But he was attacking, uh, oh, he's oh, coming back. Oh, geez. oh, oh, what God. Happened? What? One of his boys actually hit a different chick, it looked like. Oh, no. Oh, come on. Oh. This is horrible. But there is no audio. Oh, so nope. I'll say this. We don't know if any uh, poor language was used. So that's good. That's true. He's just using some chick's face as a speed bag. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea whether or not there was uh, bad language. Oh. Used. Now, did he strike oh. this young lady? Oh, uh, that's not him. He, got sh he shoved someone into a lady. Okay. And the lady got hurt. Oh, and there's another. Oh, they're taking all his, his posse's taking everyone's phones who are recording. Ah, so they tried to cover it up, but they weren't able. There's a little security footage. Now, after this, I remember oh, he this. Kicked, he kicked a chick. Full oh, on punt. Kareem. He McAfee'd that chick. Kareem. Wow. He punted her. He did. I don't know if you meant John McAfee. He's no. shitting her mouth. Sorry, Pat McAfee. <laughs> yeah, he's dumping on a chest right now. 
So now Kareem Hunt, I remember that story. I believe he played for the Chiefs at the time. He was having a hell of a year. He McAfee himself. He just kills himself in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> He's hiding in South America. <laughs> Uh, so uh, yeah, I remember the story at the time. I don't remember if the Chiefs cut him. I believe he was, I believe he was disappointed and then uh, kicked out of the league. No, yeah, didn't he? Didn't he? Oh no, I was. Uh, an, another... Do a quick, do a quick search on where Cream Hunt is today. He must have been kicked out of the I league. I'm wondering he, if he plays in. Isn't he back uh, on the team? Uh, he must be in like the XFL or something. Certainly, he wouldn't be allowed back in he's the a, NFL after I, something like that. Actually, Mike, he's on the Browns. Oh, jeez, come on. The <laughs> NFL Browns, the Cleveland Browns? Yes, yes. Oh, God damn it. We're 0 for 2 here. <laughs> yeah. There's so many oh, jo- there's, there's a lot of Gruden jokes that could have been made with that, but we didn't do it. Shout out to us. <laughs> well, yes. I won't say what John thinks of that situation. <laughs> I won't say how predictable John thinks that was, but my point is. <laughs> or isn't it funny that he plays for that team, huh? <laughs> we're we're over two. We are over two in in pinpointing uh, just how the league handles some of these disciplinary actions. So I guess they think these things are maybe better than what Gruden did. I'm not sure, but maybe we can think of another example. Well, Who's I think next, I think I think that's because we're we're looking at running backs. You know, yeah, uh, that's well, true. So maybe we, f- people who get the most attention on the football field is the quarterback, right? Nothing, yes, definitely. No, nothing's going to slide past uh, stories about quarterbacks, I don't think. No, why is there? I can't think of any quarterbacks that have done anything wrong. Oh wow, you don't you don't know about this? You never seen this? <laughs> Tell me. You remember back in March, a college student claimed that Roethlisberger assaulted her in a Georgia bar. The charges oh, were later no. dropped, and now for the first time, <laughs> we are hearing from his accuser. And videotapes made during police interviews with her the day after that incident. This newly released cell phone. Oh, I've never seen this. I've actually never seen this particular clip. Oh, come on. Not Big Ben. <laughs> Tell me what this tastes like. <laughs> it's not Big Pittsburgh Steelers great Ben Roethlisberger. Now, what did this lady say Ben did? Come on, video. must be more to this. Shows Ben Roethlisberger the night of the alleged sexual assault buying shots for the group of young women he had just met. He and his 20-year-old accuser posed together, smiling. So we took pictures with him. Um, he seemed really like nice um, at first. But later that night, she and her friends ran into the Pittsburgh Steeler quarterback again at another club. According to her, this time things took an ugly turn. One of his bodyguards came and like didn't grab my arm, but like like was like, "Hey, come here." Took me to this back like hallway. The woman who admitted later she was drunk says the six foot five inch, two hundred and forty pound Roethlisberger came into the hallway exposing himself and then forced oh, himself on her Jeez. in this bathroom. She followed me in and shut the door. Um, that's when okay, he well, certainly she consented to me the whole time. I said, No, we really don't need to do this. This isn't oh, like we oh, shouldn't be doing this. No. Um, then he just like got up and left. She said she was a. F- <laughs> this picture of Roethlisberger's hilarious. <laughs> he looks so hammered. Hey, he looks like a stand-up guy that wouldn't do anything. Have you ever seen a quarterback with like a fatter face? Um, no. Other than uh, I mean, other than fucking uh, what's his name, the kid that died there. Oh yeah, well, he wasn't pro. 
Yeah, he was. Oh, he played with the Bills or something. Jared, Jared Lorenzo. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hefty lefty. Yes. <laughs> well, keep playing this because surely it can't get worse than what we've heard. No, definitely not. Afraid to fight back because she had noticed that Roethlisberger had what she called a short temper. I didn't want to fight him, but the whole time I was like, this isn't okay. No, we don't need to do this. He said it is okay. But criminal charges against Roethlisberger were dismissed. God damn. When refused oh, to that's... cooperate to avoid what her lawyer Oh, I don't like to hear that. No. Very it seems like Ben, it seems like Ben Roethlisberger got a little aggressive with this lady and forced himself on her. Seems very uh, Harvey Weinstein-like. Oh, jeez. Well... Again, I haven't kept up on the NFL lately. Ben Roethlisberger, sad to see him go, but he's out of the league, right? No, he's actually still on the Steelers. What? <laughs> no, not the Steelers. They they cut him for some time, I assume. They he, they he, yeah, he they repaired re- his image and came back years later. Yeah, well, he can't repair his legs and knees and elbows because he stinks, but he's still there. Oh God, this is devastating. Over yeah. three. Yeah, but I mean, surely he can't be the only quarterback, right? No, there's not. There's definitely not a better quarterback. <laughs> like Roethlisberger would be the peak of quarterbacks that would do something this despicable. Actually, right? I mean, uh, in terms of championships, they're equally good. Okay, well, let me hear this one. This woman is speaking out on television for the first time about what she says legendary quarterback Peyton Manning did to her 21 years ago. Oh, come on! I was scared. I was intimidated. Back then, Jamie Nallwright was director of health and wellness at the University of Tennessee. 19-year-old Peyton Manning was the school's all-American quarterback, destined for NFL greatness. On February, Hold on one second now. Pause this for a moment. This can't be right. Certainly, they're going to tell us about some uh, misunderstanding because just a few weeks ago, Peyton Manning and his brother were on ESPN's broadcast. To be fair, I heard Scott Van Pelt say how disgusted he was by John Gruden. I think I think we're uh, she's a trainer, so I think he, I think we're just misunderstanding the story here. It has to be. There's, surely there's an explanation. There's no doubt in my mind we're about to find out that he taught her the benefits of holistic medicines. Okay, and, please, that like, calms I'll, me down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 9th, 1996, his injured foot was being examined in the athletic department's training room by Nawright, who holds a doctorate in education. What happened has been the subject of headlines and lawsuits ever since. Gotta say, good thing you can't read these blurbs. Since oh, don't tell she me. has never oh, spoken about me. it on television until now. I felt something on my face, and Peyton had pulled his shorts down and sat his his anus, his testicles, on my face. God so- damn it! <laughs> is there a good guy in this league? Son of a bitch! This is. Well, pop- let me hear her explain. I maybe it was consensual. Maybe that's what she's about to say. Right. This is Papa John's Peyton Manning, too. He's on ESPN. I just said I saw him a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, they got kicked off uh, the next day, but yeah, they were there. I pushed him up and out. He turned around, pulled his shorts back up. Manning denies her allegations and has insisted he was mooning a friend in the training room <laughs> and posed his backside as a prank. I briefly pulled down my pants to so-called moon him. Oh, Peyton. One, one second. <laughs> then why do I have pink eye, Peyton? 
That seems very bad. It seems like a bit of a ridiculous explanation. The, vi the video is great because the way she demonstrates his asshole and balls smacking her in the face was not funny at all. I mean, well, it's horrible. That's why you have to go to patreon.com slash blind mic to watch along with us as we pour through these videos. Right. By right. the way, why are you laughing coming uh, next Wednesday? the 20th on patreon.com slash blind mic. So get subscribed if you would. Oh Anyways. Oh, this has been a lot. We are now 0 for 4. Yeah. In our quest to find a guy in this league better than John Gruden. Right. So who do you think is next? Well, uh, shit. Wrong button. <laughs> uh, well, we can go to receivers now, I suppose. All right. Well, I guess we should go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because, like I said, the Bucks removed Gruden from the Hall of Fame or from their Ring of Honor, excuse me. Correct. So they definitely wouldn't have a guy on the team right now who's done anything wrong. Yeah, especially anything 1,200 times worse. Well, let's see. This morning, more drama off the field for NFL star Antonio Brown. The Patriots' new wide receiver hit with a lawsuit in federal court, accusing him of raping his former Come on, God They met while it. attending... <laughs> Another rapist? We can't win. We cannot win. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> Central and you're Michigan telling me he's not on the team. He wasn't on the team when they won their Super Bowl last year. He was though. Actually, he caught a he got a ball in the Super Bowl. Got a but touchdown. then he was cut. Nope, nope. I'm pretty sure he got a raise. Oh my good god! <laughs> pretty sure. Not possible. Oh, oh for five. <laughs> <sighs> All right, who's next? Well, uh, we can go. You know, with Tyreek Hill back to the Chiefs. Okay, so now we're going back to where, like we said, you said, we found one bad running back, one bad seed in the running back game. Yeah, was, he he can't be bad, but maybe this guy. And listen, I don't. I've never heard of Tyreek Hill uh, doing anything at the level of sexual assault or rape. That I can confirm. That, that I've never heard with Tyreek Hill. So I think we're in the clear of any sort of abuse coming. Right. So right. let's see if this is comparable to what John Gruden did. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs player Tyree Kill was on his way to becoming the highest paid wide receiver nice. in NFL history until an 11 minute audio recording, apparently of the NFL star and his fiance, Crystal oh, Espinal, no. oh, surfaced on KCTV. Well, I mean, this isn't the first time we've seen someone hit a woman, right? That's where this is I, going. I, I don't remember. I really don't think Tyree Kill ever hit a woman. I, I, wow. I wonder who he hits here. I can't. <laughs> Can't think of who it could be. I hope it's not this lady. She seems very nice. On Thursday, the couple discussing their three-year-old son. Oh, no. Is Tara no! God damn it! Oh, not a child now! No! Please, then God, denies no. breaking his three-year-old's arm. Whoa! Oh. He says daddy does a lot of things. Espinal accuses... Wow, I really wish he hit this woman in the face. Oh, God. He broke Why? his not a not a not a little at least the others were adults. A three-year-old a three-year-old's arm? What could this three-year-old have done? Besides, just look adorable and support his dad. Let me hear. I think there might be one more quote from Tyreek Hill. Maybe he defends himself. <laughs> Maybe. 
accuses Hill of punching the boy as well. He kept saying, Daddy punches me, which you do when he starts crying. What do you do? You make him open up his arms and you punch him in the chest. NBC News has not oh, independently confirmed the authenticity of no, the I gotta say, both. You know, me and my dad are not the thickest of thieves. But we've never had a bonding experience in like a bonding experience like me opening up my arms to be punched in the chest. <laughs> that doesn't seem like father son activity. No, it does not. Oh, what is that? Oh, for six. Oh, for six. Now, tell me, do we go into the broadcasting realm next? I think before I'll take a peek there in a minute, but I think maybe, you know, work our way there. We've done players. Okay. We should probably check on a coach or two. Maybe. Uh, or an owner, perhaps? Yes, that's what I meant. An owner. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. We've we've looked at, uh, you know, John Gruden's underlings. Now, you could say the players really run the league, but the coach is supposed to be their boss. Right. So I can understand the argument of, uh, you know, a certain standard is supposed to be upheld by the coach. He's their leader. Yes. They look up to him in some fashion. Right. So let's go even above the coach to owner... Jerry Jones, who is a great guy, and great. hey, I can promise you has probably never texted any of these. He doesn't seem like a guy who texts these words, right? No, definitely not. Yes, certainly not. <laughs> so Texas? let's see what an upstanding gentleman like Jerry Jones uh, was up to about a decade ago. We talked about Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones and rumors of inappropriate behavior a few weeks ago. Now he's the target of a lawsuit accusing him of sexual assault. Oh, come on, suit against Jones is a former. Oh, not again! Oh, there's pictures. <laughs> oh, the owners are raping. I mean, I gotta be honest. These. Mm -hmm. <sighs> well, anyways, I assume Jerry Jones was forced to sell the team. No, actually, but I, I got to be honest. These pictures, they don't look against their will, I will say. Well, Craig, you're victim blaming. Listen, <laughs> I'm not here to victim shame. That's true. That's My true. point is that we're because we're removing context. Don't forget. That's true. Well, you, the, the point is that you can't give these people a chance to explain their side of the story. We are hearing these news snippets and snap judging, which is what you're supposed to do in this society. Right, right, right. I feel like the NFL has missed a few of these. I think so. <sighs> we, so now, we this got, is the last one, right? We got, uh, yes, the last one. But in the comments, Nick from Boston said, yeah, Michael Vick was just showing those dogs tough love. Yes, of course. That's why they allowed him back in the league. And then don't forget about James Winston. No, no, Jameis Winston's a good guy. Yeah, he didn't do anything he, weird. He plays for the Saints. What could he have done wrong? <laughs> he's a Saint. He's, he's a starting quarterback. Oh, darn. We we may have exposed a few of those. Shit. <sighs> well, don't show me anything about Jameis Winston. I don't think I can handle it. Yeah. We're 0 for 7 so far. But now, John Gruden was certainly the worst guy in his Monday night football broadcasting booth. Oh, Mike, uh, I actually just uh, came upon, I happened upon, if you will, oh, come on. this article. It says it's actually entitled, Never Forget That Mike Tirico Was Suspended for Sexually Harassing and Stalking Women at ESPN. No. <laughs> no, but they broadcast together for years. It seems like such an easy comparison. Emphasis on the women, plural. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well. Tell me about the old bullfrog, Mike Tirico. 
Which, by the way, if you take a, take a picture of Mike Tirico and then tell yourself, he says he is not African-American. I was going to bring that up. Did we talk about this by before? The, uh, I remember Feidelberg had one of the great tweets uh, years ago. And when he, he just tweeted a picture of Gruden and uh, Mike Tirico. Yeah. And he just said, neither of these men are black. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe so, it. So certainly there's a, there's got to be more to this story. Uh, one story involves Mike Tirico hitting on a female production assistant at a house party in the autumn of 1992. Who says autumn? Uh, he apparently. In the fall. I know. It's just who says autumn. He apparently went up to her at said party and told her that she was the most, quote, the most beautiful woman in here, end quote. Oh, that's the. Listen. Nice. It was a different time. That's charming. That's, I mean, you can say that to anyone now. That's just a compliment. I think that's fine. It seems like they're making uh, much to do about nothing here. Ah, uh, yes. The woman ignored his advances and walked away, but he continued to stalk her as the night went on and even oh, followed boy. her out to her car as she attempted oh. to leave. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, we're not done with this lady. Oh, uh, no. The woman tried to roll up her window, but Tariko reached in the car and attempted to wedge his hand in between her thighs. Oh, come on, Mike. No, that I can't stand oh, for. Oh, jeez. And listen again, there's no accusations of him calling this woman any sort of words. The two apparently, so the offensive language was yeah, not used, thank that, God. That's true. The two apparently saw each other at work the following day, and the woman expected him to apologize, which he didn't, instead telling her that... All I did was say, uh, all day was think about you. Oh, Mike. <laughs> this is, this is Hall of Fame creepy. But it could have just been a bad night, right? <sighs> yeah, maybe it was a one-time thing. Maybe he really liked her and didn't handle it well. Yeah, he just got drunk, thing. you know, didn't, didn't handle it right. Who knows? Ah, oh, shit. Uh, in a what separate incident, no, in a separate incident involving another female producer, one who... Oh, who he'd been out to dinner with, uh, uh, with his fiance also, Mike Tirico and his fiance went out with this person. Tirico sent her. So they wouldn't. They wouldn't <laughs> philander while his fiance's yeah, in right. The room. He wouldn't cheat. Uh, Tirico sent her an email telling her that he wanted to sleep with her. Oh, Mike. The two were later part of a group of staff members that went to a bar following ESPN's coverage of the NCAA tournament. At which point, Tirico approached this woman and said. Quote, I wish I was single. If I were, I'd throw you on the table right here and fuck your brains out. End quote. Oh, Mike, you can't. Come on. That's a co-worker. That's a subordinate. <laughs> That's tough. That's someone under you at the company. Yeah, at least he's not a liar. Right? Oh, Mike. Well, now I remember uh, Tariko left ESPN before Groot. I remember Sean McDonough took over for him. Uh, so I'm sure he was thrown. He has no... He was affiliation with the he, league anymore, right? He, he was, uh, but then NBC hired him, and now he does their football games. Oh God, God son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't find oh for eight. We went. <laughs> I just randomly chose eight names that I respected in the NFL today. <laughs> Right. And not one of them passed the test of being a better person than John Gruden. <laughs> oh, is that devastating? You know why he didn't get in trouble? Why? Because he's Italian. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, believe me, 
I made sure to throw a few. There's a reason there's a couple <laughs> quarterbacks in there. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that is that is tough to hear. But, I mean, I, I guess it seems like, I don't know, maybe the NFL standards are a little out of whack, huh? I guess so. Maybe, maybe when you put it like that, we can say John Gruden's not the worst guy, huh? John Gruden said someone's a little light in the loafers and he got fired yeah, and actually, taken was, out of the hall. He used colorful language. He, he among mu- us. He must be so bummed because now he's not getting into the actual Hall of Fame. Uh, Well, I think they should have their Super Bowl vacated. That's true. So, and that 0-2 season just never happened. Derek Brooks, hell of a player. Tough shit. Not, not anymore. Mm. Well, that was another one. I didn't throw this in there, but uh, Warren Sapp also has some yes. uh, domestic violence. Ooh. But he was the charges were dropped. I didn't, you know. He has a the, bunch of shit. Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know he also has solicitation of prostitution. Yep. But again, I'm not going to shame a man for getting his dick wet. That's not bad. But calling someone That's the good. F word is just like... Is it great? No. It's a crime. I'm saying it's a crime, but is it as bad as these crimes? It, I don't know. Is it great? Absolutely not. Fireable? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll even, you know what? I'll even say fireable. Sure. It was in private it, though. Especially, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's fireable is the, the queers thing that you mentioned. That was the worst part. I would say that's a fireable offense. If you've got a guy who is saying, uh, I don't think this group of people should be drafted in the NFL. Right. That's a fireable offense to me. Right. But it, the other stuff is, you know, listen, if guys aren't going to play for him. And by the way, did you understand my Portnoy analogy? Because I feel like no one did. Uh, which, which one was it again? Oh. I, I, so I was trying to say, and uh, I defended Portnoy last year, and I will still today. But um, the, the locker room argument, like players not wanting to play for Gruden. I'm throwing that argument out the window because I look at a thing uh, like what happened at Barstool and the people, you know, leaving the company and doing podcasts about how horribly hurt they were and everything. And you just let it play out and that all goes away. Right. So I don't buy that argument either that these guys would never play for him again. How about you give him a chance to talk to Carl Nassif? I think that would have been fair. And, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> like Cully said Derek Carr. <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> but listen, Derek Carr's the quarterback. You gotta, you gotta, t- you gotta make sure he's all right. He's not black. <laughs> yeah, I know he's not. I'm aware. I know. Yeah. He's David Carr's brother. Yeah, uh, yes, he is. <sighs> all right. Well, that was fun. But uh, I guess we're not done with cancel culture. I guess not. Oh no, I wasted enough time. Should we save Chappelle for tomorrow? Yeah, I don't think we're going to top what we just did. So, Yeah, let's go out on a high note. <laughs> well, did people I, like that or was that exhausting for people? They seem to have enjoyed it there. The uh, live show seems to be a go. Well, that, well I say it's a go. <laughs> Hold your horses. <laughs> I'm just going to book it and tell you when it is. <laughs> hey, if we get a hundred uh, uh, $500 tier members. Oh, Jesus. Those will be the tickets. If you pay, <laughs> if you sign up for the $500 tier, you get a free ticket to the live show. Yeah, Kirk show. It's a hundred bucks a ticket. Cram as many as you want in a vehicle. 
<laughs> Mine's five hundred dollars a month. <laughs> we come back and charge you again. God forbid you forget to <laughs> unsubscribe. Yeah. We'll get two out of you. Easy. Yeah. So guys, uh honestly, please, uh kidding aside here, support why are you laughing if you're a comedy fan, if you like when we talk uh stand up and comedy and all that type of shit. I th- I like the idea. Uh, I think it's a good one, and I hope we do a good job with it. So check out Why You Laughing. The iTunes and Spotify and all that are up now. So you can go subscribe, uh, leave a five-star review if you'd be so kind, uh, tell your friends about it, all that. And that's a free way to support. Uh, you can do the same for this program as well, if you haven't. Um, and then if you want to get the episodes of Why You Laughing eight days early, starting next, uh, starting the 20th, October 20th, then subscribe to patreon.com slash blind Mike. The $10 tier gets why you laughing uh, every week. The first episode I may open up the gearheads deserve one. So I may open that up a little bit. Yeah. But uh, on a typical week, you're going to need to be a $10 member um, and go listen to a very good show. What'd you guys talk about this week? Um, well, we had an abomination of an episode Monday. It was just truly atrocious. So we scrapped it and redid it yesterday and went live. Scrapped it as in did not release it? I, I have it still. I'm probably seeing what I'm going to do. It's literally unlistenable. It's like people talking and not responding. Like, I Do you just, want to put it on Patreon or is it not even worth that? I think it, it's just boring. It's just, okay. it's just like they'll say something, but they're not realizing I'm, even though I'm sitting right next to them, looking up an article and they get pissed that I don't respond. I know what that's like. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Exactly. What was the live show good? Or the uh, live stream good? Oh, uh, the live show was fantastic because they finally got to interact with people and Mike doesn't handle it very well. (laughs) No, I I picked up on that vibe when he met one listener and called him ugly. That's true. I picked up on that. Someone called and made a very clear, I think it was a, a, a patron of this program. Uh, Killer Kowalski uh, asked him, what did he fucking ask him? He asked him why he's always late and doesn't give a shit. And he got pissed, said he wasn't going to answer the question and said it's not his full-time job and was dead serious, not having fun with it. <laughs> so so that's the kind of shit we were getting into. Oh, do I hate that. Then don't do the podcast. That's what I said. If you don't care what the listeners think, <laughs> then why are you doing it? I'm like, they, why are you here, you fucking idiot? So yeah, that's that's that, that's in poor form. Then we were supposed to do the live stream at seven, and Mike calls me at six ten, and starts having an argument with himself about how he can't do seven. Oh god! So we moved it to eight thirty, and then he was like eight minutes late. <laughs> oh well, hey, it's not forty two minutes. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I still remember that number. It's burned into my brain. <laughs> But it's not his full-time job, I guess. Yeah, friggin' idiot. I'm like, how do you uh, expect to ever get to the point that you make money by not doing the show? That's the right attitude. That's why I, I That's why I do respect Craig. He's always had that attitude. I don't stop. I'm trying to do live shows. I know there's money there. <laughs> uh, well, listen, maybe someday. Let us know on Twitter, on the Patreon, if you want us to do a live show. It's looking like it would be in Bristol, Rhode Island at the first idea but if not who knows yeah so let us know if that even works for you guys yeah i just know that that area hasn't been touched yet and i know we got a lot of listeners there judging by what i see all right well 
let us know, folks. Support the show. We appreciate it. And we'll be back tomorrow with a live stream on Patreon. So we'll talk to you then. And I think to myself, wow, what a beautiful world. I see clouds of rain. Ha, 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 ha.